The sun was warm, but the wind was chill. You know how it is with an April day when the sun is out and the wind is still. You're one month on in the middle of May, but if you so much dare to speak, a cloud comes over the sunlit arch, a wind comes over the frozen peak, and you're two months back in the middle of March. From the New England poet Robert Frost, Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, purple prose and soggy sentimentality devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the almanac for the new pink moon, April 1st to 8th, 2011. And this is no April Fool's joke, even though it is snowing outside as we lay this down. So here are some natural events for this quarter moon. Several days now into spring, we note with surpassing comfort how Despite the ungodly havoc and destruction in human affairs, despite the cruelty, the greed, the bombs, and the lies upon lies, nature, unperturbed, is carefully, calmly, lovingly, and honestly doing what she has always done at this season since long before human folly. Nature remembers in eons, not in years. She cares little for our horrible history. As they have always done, the red-winged blackbirds have returned to these parts with their thrilling, liquid trilling, surpassing Mozart or Schubert. The finches and chickadees have chimed in with their delicate descant. The ravens soaring over the town and the mountain have added their gurgling alto to the chorus. The freed waters of the mill brook now take up the tenor part, and the title falls the bass. The downy, hairy, and pileated woodpeckers and the partridges begin drumming on dead trunks and logs, their percussive accompaniment to the first movement of the symphony of spring. The vast open-air concert hall that is the Northwoods is not as bleak as it was even a week ago. It's being decorated slowly with subtle colors and arrangements that would make Martha Stewart weep as if she didn't have enough to weep about. The sap is rising in the oaks and maples. The fine branches of the swamp maples are turning red against the gray as their buds push out, and the bark of the red oaks is swelling to show stripes of dusty rose between the gray we have been seeing all winter. And the dark wands of the pussy willows are dotted with spots of near white as their soft catkins push forth during the warmth of the day. Well, here's a rank opinion. We, we enjoy or endure, depending on your frame of mind, an exquisitely long season of spring in these parts, from Groundhog Day in early February until the apples and lilacs come into bloom at the end of May, a good four months. But our great comfort is in the ageless familiarity of this recurring, synchronous symphony. Our souls are stirred by its opening notes like Beethoven's Fifth, reminding us of the whole composition that will perform itself in the months to come. This concerto, this oratorio, which has been hailed 
by a thousand thousand generations, and no critic would dare deride. Maybe we cannot clearly see, as the ancients could, the great composer and conductor directing this symphony from a podium high above, but we can still watch and hear the great organic earth orchestra faultlessly responding with ageless and matchless skill and dedication to the motions of the invisible baton in the invisible hand. We can still revere the conductor and the performers of this music of the spheres. We can still teach our friends, our children and grandchildren, to shake off the death dirge of winter and sing the song of spring. We can still join the band, take up our parched, pale and paltry instruments, breathe the dust off of them, and blow our own ode to joy. Finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first from E.B. White. The first day of spring was once the time for taking the young virgins into the fields, there in dalliance, to set an example of fertility for nature to follow. Now we just set the clocks an hour ahead and change the oil in the crankcase. And from Margaret Atwood, in the spring, at the end of the day, you should smell like dirt. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>